Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Guys, you ever uh, on the trail and you check that pocket and you pull out that power bar and you're like, hey, why is there a chunk of this missing? So then you go into your other pocket and you pull out your cookies or your chips. And you're, Wait a minute. There's only half the chips and cookies in here. What, what is going on here? I need some protection from these moochers in my group well now guys there is something that can help defend you against the mooch it's called the rat packs one ounce pre-programmed miniature mice that live inside your backpack will bite and nibble any foreign fingers that jump inside your pockets and pack trying to steal your food don't worry guys they are programmed to not nibble your fingers as they know your scent find it out at ratpacks.com patented by Derek Somerville. Hey, 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 B&B, this is Derek, and with me today is the only man who still rubs sap all over his face and armpits as a bug repellent, Carl Mandrioli. What's up, buddy? <laughs> with me today is Derek Somerville, the man that coined the phrase, why carry something when others can do it for you? <laughs> I co- That's a coined phrase, really? Yeah, yeah, well, by you. Wow, Okay. I don't even want to talk about what I just said. I want to talk about what you said to intro mm. the episode about the rat pack. Do you realize that rats and mice are different animals? Yeah, rat pack. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, yeah, it's all same family of, you know, <laughs> nibbling creatures. And... <laughs> they're all the same, right? I thought you would like that they're one ounce and robotic. You know, they're lightweight. Yes. Because I no. thought if I used real rats, you'd be right. like, well, where are they going to go poop? Like, what are they going to do? Are they going to knock through your bag? Like, I thought I'd get all those questions. No, no, no. You get, you get points for creativity. I just don't think you know the difference between, like, mice and rats. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you could check the uh, rat traps in my backyard, I could tell you. Okay. It's so. <laughs> disgusting. That's the thing that freaks me out. I'm not a rodent person. That's oh. what gets me. Um, yeah, but... So, we have another Love It or Ditch It episode, but love we've added... It. Yes. A wrinkle, a little wrinkle here. A little wrinkle. Yeah, love it, ditch it, or mooch it. And this is, th- like, the original title is based on the show, a show that you actually used to binge watch called Love It or List It. 
Remember that show? Oh, yeah, I did actually <laughs> used to watch that. Did you really? Yeah, I, no did, I did. I did. <laughs> did we love it or you want to list it? Yeah. Um, That's yeah, how that he was... talked, exactly like that. Yeah, I got it down. Right. Um, there's a ton, like, I think HGTV, that's all they play now is just, you know, shows where they tear the house down and, like, rebuild it. And my wife watches all of them, which is why our house is torn up right now. So Nice. I ha- nice. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't call it a love-hate relationship with, the, with those types of shows. More of, like, a hate relationship. Just straight up hate. Yeah, Property Brothers, uh, Good Bones, all those. There, there's some good ones. Like, what about, like, Homes on Homes? You ever seen that? Uh, I know. I'm aware of that one, but I haven't watched that one. He's legit. Yeah. I, I do enjoy that. Oh, no, no, no. No, the, no. every show is, they're all legit. But the inspiration is, this is not fashionable, so you need to simply tear out, you know, 20 plus thousand dollars worth of stuff because <laughs> you, need to, you need to update it, right? <laughs> Everything so, needs to be updated. Yeah. yeah mo- most other countries in the world do not do this, by the way. They don't what? update things for no reason. Yeah. True. True. So, so we're, we're going to turn it into something good where we can... We can use that concept, sort of, and apply it to backpacking. Yes. Yes. Right. Right. Bible verse for the episode, 1 John 2.15. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. So this kind of refers more to the ditching side of things and the willingness to ditch things. Yeah. Derek, do you struggle with ditching things of the world that are no longer necessary? Mm, I love purging. I'm okay. in the middle of continuously purging yep. all the things that I have, so that is okay. not a problem for me. What about you? Are you are you kind of a pack rat? Or? <laughs> I am not. I have been accused of that, though, because I've, I think I've shared that I've loaded up, like, during the summer on garage sale stuff, and I just, you know, will slowly sell that stuff over the course of the year. That was, like, a supplementary income when my wife wasn't working. Right. And But, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with True. you. I'm a purger. I'm constantly trying to get rid of stuff. And so I've realized in my yeah. veteran husbandhood that sometimes getting rid of stuff means you have to do it secretly. Indeed, yeah. I noticed yes. that myself yes. with the uh, the kids' toys, the old the clothes. Mm. You know, you gotta like just you just right. gotta sneak it out of there, out of sight, out of mind. Right. You know, so yeah, exactly, exactly. So sounds like we're in lockstep on this one. So as a result, I think that you're going to find it easy to ditch things that you're not going to need or that are not as important, you know, out on the trail. So we'll, we'll get to that list. I do want to share that we have a new, we're kind of behind the times list to be honest, but um, we have links to things that we have talked about on our, on our podcast that we really like. We'll have links to things that we discussed in today's episode. And we, yeah, just things that, that if you're going to buy some of these things anyway, if you don't mind clicking on the links, that will actually help out our show. And so we'll we'll feature some things, just kind of like I don't know, we don't we're not super gear heavy, but one of the things we did talk about specifically was like the jet oil stash mm-hmm, that we like. Mm-hmm. So, so that's yeah. in there. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so if you're if you if you're gonna buy it anyway, just click the link. Just click the link. Yeah, just click the link. You know. Yeah, not that we do a whole lot of hard selling. I don't think that we've ever, ever probably convinced anybody to buy anything, but that's why I say if you're gonna buy it anyway. <laughs> mm. You convinced me to buy a, a buff. That's true, and I might even have that in our in our show notes for this episode because I think by sometimes going the opposite direction on items like the ones we might talk about today, it might actually send traffic to those companies. <laughs> I know. I was gonna, I was gonna say, I, I'm buying the yeah, opposite. Buff, of what I think, has like, so. um, Im- improved their profit margin as a result of this last version of this episode. So, yeah. All right, that's yeah. my that's my note. Are we ready to jump Let's in? Let's jump. Okay. 
I've got a longer. You want to start today? Well, I've got a longer list than you, so I'm gonna let you just let's just go through your entire list first, and then we'll go through my list. Oh, jeez. Yeah. No, no. This is this is doable. We can do this. One of my first ones, love it, ditch it, or mooch it. Yeah. um, Would be a flashlight. So. Okay. Let's talk about the flashlight. Feelings about it. Um, Some people are, you know, uh, creatures of habit. They want to bring a legit flashlight. I know right. there's light there's lightweight ones out there now. Some people like to just use <laughs> some people like to just use their phones, you know. Right. So yep. where where do you fall in this in this area? I think I'm more I'm more of a ditch it with the flashlight and just if I'm gonna okay. have my phone anyway, I'm gonna use my phone. But if I had to predict, I would say most people have ditched that a long time ago. But when there's strange sounds coming from outside your tent and they're not like immediately outside your tent, mm. your headlamp and even to like a lesser extent, your phone is more like sheds the light and doesn't provide a super strong beam True. in one area. At least my cell phone doesn't. And so just kind of like poking your head up to see what's going on out there. Yeah. Like you can find out with that, with a, with a, you know, strong yet lightweight flashlight. So, so when we're talking lightweight, what are we talking? We're talking like three to five ounces. Uh, some of these things. Yeah. 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 Somewhere in that range. So would you add the question really is, would you add three to five ounces of your precious pack weight in essence, to use a flashlight when you're only really going to use it to scope out strange sounds outside your tent. Yeah, I mean, there's other reasons. That's just one example. But <laughs> the answer is no. But I will. We do have somebody who does bring one, and I'm happy to mooch that one. It's hard to mooch, though, when we're all sleeping. Unless, unless. No, no, no. Like, they can use it, and I can just reap the benefits of their beam, so to speak. I guess that's true. What if they're in a different tent? You know? I mean, uh, they can still they can still let us know what's out there. Okay, that's fair. I was gonna say sometimes yeah. they store things at the top of the tent. You know, you can just I can just reach up yeah. and grab it if they're sleeping, right. And go see what's that's going true. on. That's true. That's so. true. One of the other downsides of not bringing a flashlight anymore is like when you're using a headlamp, you can't have headlamp lightsaber battles, right? Just mm, impossible. Mm. So with a flashlight, if you have more than one, then you can like have it out with somebody. Right. Yeah, you were really good at those lightsaber battles. I was like nine and one, I think, over the years. And I was the one that destroyed you. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. Actually, I have no idea. I don't think there I've you ever go. done that. Okay. Uh, yes, you have you as know, a kid. Are you? T- yeah, yeah. You've you know. never done that as a kid? What? No, I had a real lightsaber. What are you talking about? Like the plastic. A real one. A laser sword. A real laser sword. It was real looking. It was like the red plastic or blue plastic. I'm not not talking about toys you have at home. I'm talking about you're out at camp. You know, it's nighttime. Kids are running around. I could see little Carl just waving that flashlight all over the place thinking he's like ruling ruling the universe, you know? You ridiculing me over lightsaber battles. You're you're on the short end of that stick for sure. Mm, All right. That's fair. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) All right. What's uh, your next one? Next one is boots. Hiking boots. Do you go boots or I know this is more of a preference, but if you're trying to go lightweight, do you need to go boots or can you find maybe some kind of a trail runner or, or something lighter weight that you can get away with? I understand if you have like, you know, weak ankles or injuries or maybe... You're just used to the boot. That's one thing. But if you are just like, hey, I want to travel light. I want to go far. I'm going to get some boots. Uh, to me, yeah. like, I'm going to ditch it. Like, that's just okay. they're so heavy. We Yeah. This is one we've talked about before. And that this is a ditcher for sure. Some people that have weak ankles or have reasons for boots, it's fine. But I just threw the question out. Do, does your boot need to be five pounds a piece? Ugh, no, it doesn't. No. You can have boots. They don't need to be, you know, and like steel toed. Right. And yeah. that, that goes a long uh, way over a lot of miles for your little 
feet and legs there yeah, oh, too. Oh, a long way. Huge. Next one, what you got? Next one I have is the uh, kitchen supplies, meaning. Are you? What? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? What people bring kitchen supplies? <laughs> Supply. I'm just trying to figure out what, what you got there. You know, there's people that like to go on the backpacking trip, and they'll bring the the pots, the pans, the the silverware that you know, the portable silverware, not the plastic sporky stuff. Um, like all the little, maybe a little mini frying pan, maybe a little mini spatula, maybe a little. Do you, mm. uh, the egg carry carton thing, if you want to do all that, like how, how you can go in depth <laughs> with the kitchen supplies, you know? So, so are you asking collectively, are we loving or ditching this or just, is there individual ones that you're particularly offended by? I'm not, no, no, I'm not individually offended. I'm thinking in general, and you can kind of gauge your own kitchen list of supplies. It's, it's going to vary for everybody, but I think in general, are you going to leave most of the kitchen stuff behind, if not all of it, mm. and just go freeze dried and snacks? Because to me, right. cause to me, it's I'm gonna be, I'm leaning more towards mooch it. I'm gonna mooch. If you bring a frying pan, okay. I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, I'll yeah. I'll take an egg, sure. But and I think in general, I'm gonna be like more leaning towards the whole, let's ditch it. Because a lot of these like these like the pack in meals we had, and a lot of these fears, they're pretty good. Like I think yeah. they're pretty good. I don't really need to like right. sit there and you know have some eggs over easy. Are are vegans eating eggs these days? Vegans do not, Carl. Uh, I didn't say I was right. straight vegan anymore, but if you want okay, to put, partial vegan, eh, vegan when I feel like it. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you have totally committed to that ideology. <laughs> well, the reason I did it originally, if you were remembering, was a bet, <laughs> which do. is fine. Right, but now I. But it's also an ideology. It's there's reasons for it, not just health reasons. There's other. Yeah, no, it's it's purposes yeah, behind I, it. So. I kind of uh, have my own thing going now, which we can get into on a later episode <laughs> if you want, but. Um, no, I think that if you are, you know, just bring the freeze dried stuff and the snacks, like to me, it's, it's, if you're trying to save weight and trying to do all that, then yeah, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to leave okay. all the little knickknacks at home, but some people like if we were camping, if I knew ahead of time we were going to be <laughs> camping like at Thousand Island Lake, <laughs> then maybe I bring some kitchen gear. Maybe I have okay. a couple pancakes. You got a lot of information about it. You keep on going on about I this. mean, this is a hot button issue for you. Is a, is a it's, this gear. is a hot one. A kitchen, yeah. It's food. We're talking about food. Everybody right. loves food. So, okay. I got to be thorough. That was like a triple rehash without a breaking conversation. They're nice. Like I, can go, I can go quadruple if you want. But yeah, what's your, what's your take on it? What's your take? Um, I think that, so there's people out there that are actually really good as backcountry chefs and they do their own thing uh the egg carry carton i mean they have these like double egg carry cartons where i mean that thing must weigh right. an ounce or less so that's not that big of a deal okay and if you're going on a shorter trip you're not lugging that for for too long anyway i think that yeah i'm with you i think i'm happy to mooch this one but i would never bring it myself because i'm not a backcountry chef now if i become mm. better at that and we're not doing a high mileage trip then i'm gonna i'm gonna love bringing that but right i've brought right. some of that stuff but not a lot of it so Right. That was a good one. Okay. What else you got? Uh, I think the last one I had was, I don't know if I'd really count this. The top three were my main three, but I was going to throw in, and I'm guilty of bringing these myself. I go back and forth with the sandals, like mm. the post trip, you know, a campsite. Do you bring, are you bringing sandals? Are you more of somebody who's just going to like wear your shoes in camp until you go to bed? I don't think I've ever brought that you kind of only bring your own shoes i think that those are good if you're doing like you know layover days or you know or non-adventure days as i would like to call them um Mm -hmm. lounging lounging days but yeah i'm happy to take like insoles out of my shoes just make my shoes feel a little different give my feet a different feel or if it's soft enough just walk barefoot but 
yeah, I'm not. I, that's a that's an area where I, I shave away. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ditch that. Definitely not gonna mooch that one. I'm ditching that one. Do you think different footwear would increase your you know botchy ball scores or your game scores? Like if you had different footwear, because mm-hmm. I know when I game scores, when I throw like- on my. I ditched the slip the the sandals and I traded them for yeah. something more bulky, which is ridiculous. Right. Which are the slippers. So. Right. When I slide those puppies into the slippers, it's it's like walking on a cloud. And like I mentioned last year, people are bringing Crocs. They're going bulkier than that. Um, oh. But will that increase my game score? Probably for cards. I think when we play cards, having different footwear will probably make me better. That's huge. Yeah. Vital. Yeah. Not vital. really. Not really. Uh, I only I think I only had one of the same on my list. I had flashlight on my list. So let's go on. Let's go on your list then. Yeah. What, what do you got? I've got. I don't think any of yours were particularly controversial. So I think I think I'm the one that's more. Well, I don't know. You could respond to mine and still offend somebody. So we'll see. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Uh, I'll start with it with a yeah. I'll start small in terms of just mm. small impact and then get get more heated here. So this one, I, I kind of threw this out to our Patreon crew, and they gave, gave me some ideas. So I'm going to give kind of a list of theirs first. The yeah. internal pack liner, like using a, you know, one of those thicker plastic trash bags, the c- trash compactor bags inside your pack rather mm. than using mm. the, the pack cover to waterproof the, in, you know, your pack, basically. Right, right, so right. So the, right. the internal liner, what do you think? Right. Um... I mean, I, I I'm leaning towards ditch it, but okay. I could see. Have you ever tried it? Um, no, I have not. And I, I was thinking about this. I was like, could I see the usage of it if if I had some kind of like I don't know bladder in the pack, and I'm worried about it leaking to the bottom of the pack or something mm. if it like leaked out? Maybe. I mean, that's pretty much it though. But I agree. Like the outside shell cover should protect yourself from getting wet. Just the, fine. Yeah. The drawback. This advantage drawbacks. I mean, with the outside shell cover, I have been in a crazy windy zone where and it was like pelting me with rain sleet whatever and so it, it literally blew the pack cover off my pack mm. and i didn't know it right away because it was so loud like it was howling and yeah. had it been the internal liner then that obviously wouldn't have been an issue with the internal liner then the exterior pack is obviously getting soaked so right. see, it sounds like you're willing to ditch it having not even tried it uh, well i mean the thinking about the uses of it is pretty what it's pretty basic in my opinion like if yeah. if i was going to go somewhere with a s- extremely gnarly climate like i don't know the north pole or something like then i'd be like let's do both i would just do both okay but you feel like there's a lot of rain at the north pole a lot of rain a lot of snow a lot of sleep <laughs> there's snow you know? which is not wet <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i don't know okay uh, so, I'll, so bring it if you're going to north pole good good north pole no i'm just kidding like i think super <laughs> wet like if you were going to go to like the east coast or like washington or, or you know super wet areas yeah. i i definitely could have probably used it uh when we were flat top and my yeah. whole pack got wet you know yeah because okay i wasn't prepared. but you're still ditching it i'm still gonna ditch it yeah. All right. I've tried it. I have tried it, and I, I probably don't have a very good system, but I've tried having that there. And that, t- like, when I put put things in and or you know put things in, take things out, that the top lip gets folded over, and then it's not pr- completely protecting stuff, and it just becomes a hassle. And then it kind of like crumples. It's just right. in a way. So yeah, I'm gonna say no. I'm ditching it. Ditching it. Okay. Okay. It. So that was from Nate from Colorado Springs. He also inspired this next one, the four ounce spice wheel. Ooh. all Ooh. sorts of not just salt and pepper my friend Ooh, you, got, you might have curry yeah. you might have sweet ones like you know for sweet dishes cinnamon i'm highly debating bringing this i gotta think of how i'm gonna use it though 
you know, mm-hmm. like, am I going to work? Am I just going to dump some spices into my, uh, you know, freeze dried meal? Am I going to yeah, maybe not like, dump? Maybe, maybe like sprinkle, sprinkle, yeah. dollop, whatever. <laughs> if <laughs> I can, dollop. if, if I can find a, if I can find the correct, uh, ratio of spices and, and, mm-hmm. uh, to pack it in meals or whatever, then I, yeah, I would bring it. I'd be willing to try yeah. that. Okay. Four ounces, quarter pound worth of spices. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I mean, I might I, go like. If you I might bring go it, like a smaller. I might go smaller, but yeah, I don't typically bring extra spices for freeze dry. But if we had something that that was, you know, something self prepared, then I would use it. But I would mooch it for sure. I think okay. So like my daughter has a little. Um, it's like a little container that you can fit two spices in, and you just you know open them separately and sprinkle. It's, it's got to be like less than an ounce, maybe an ounce tops. I would bring something like that. Okay. And then if yeah. I loved it, then I would maybe jump on the wheel. But uh, We've got Yoon mentioning the Nemo Switchback Sleeping Pad. This is kind of, if you're familiar with the mm. Z-Rest, it's kind of the foldable, you don't have to roll it up, just foldable foam pad, yep. super lightweight, yep. and one of the lightest options on the market. Yep. What would you do? How, how thick is that? Do we know? I don't know. If um, I don't probably know. like a millimeter. Uh, ditching that trash. <laughs> Not that. millimeter, but horrible padding. Horrible padding. You know, if it works for you, use it. Ignore me. But my hips, I got bony hips. We've been over this. Uh, yeah. I need some padding. I need two and a half inches or more. I don't think this is controversial to say that if that's the only thing you're bringing for padding, then that's a ditchable item. If, if you're kind of coupling that with something else, then it's probably fine. But yeah, ditch that thing. Ditch, ditch it. it. Ditch don't it. buy it in the first place. Yeah. yeah. We're not linking down below. True. Um, and then, okay, so now we're getting to some stuff. Matt ha- Matt suggested this. This is on my list anyway. I think this is going to be one where people are going to disagree. And that is the pack towel. <laughs> These are super absorbent. Uh, they, they're lightweight. They, mm-hmm. they run anywhere from like 12 to 20-ish dollars. 12 to 20 for the, for the towel? Yeah, you can use it to, uh, you know, for dishes. If you can dry yourself off if you're going for a swim. If you're really sweaty, if you're in a humid area, then... You can wipe the sweat away. Is this like a, it sounds like a chamois. The ShamWow? Not a ShamWow. Like like when I was a diver, I used to be a diver, ironically. And uh, why is it ironic? Well, because I don't know if you've pictured that. But yeah, I used to teach diving and do diving. <laughs> we got to go over irony one day. We Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> we But we used to use the, it's not like a, a, a It's it was like a rubberish kind of chamois. You could wring it out, reuse it, wring it out, reuse it over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I could maybe see a use for that, but I mean, I don't know. I think overall, I'm probably just going to do okay. something like that. I want to respond, but first, I just want to, I just don't want this thought to escape us. When you say, I used yeah. to such and such, I don't know how many times you used to, mm-hmm. you know, you've said those things over the, the course of the, the different seasons. I used to work doing such and such or the such and such. You've probably had like 20 to 30 jobs. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've done any of these for a length of time, because if so, I mean, you have, you've had like multiple lifetimes worth of jobs. You know, I, people think I have elven blood where I just, you know, I look 30, but I'm really 80. Mm. So maybe that's the case. Right. Um, okay. We're, I'm just going to kind of keep a mental tally of things. I used to do such and such when you continue yeah. to introduce continue new things. Continue to do that, please. Okay. Yeah. All right. I will. Fine. So the pack towel, I'm going to ditch every single time because I'm not a swimmer. So if you are big into swimming, I think awesome. If it's just for wiping sweat away, come on. But I'm big, in, I'm like big into swimming. I love swimming and I'm not. I know. That's why I'm saying bring it if you're into swimming. I'm not bringing it. Okay. I'm not gonna well, bring it. I'm just for other people out there. This is not about you, just about you. This is for not, everyone out there. Wait, what? Doing the dishes. What? I don't know, Matt. How many dishes do you have? Do you have? I'm just a Matt. When you say dishes plural, either you're a backcountry chef mm. or you got a lot going on there. 
Kitchen supplies. Kitchen, kitchen supplies. supplies. They relate. Sometime. So if you want to email us your list of kitchen supplies, maybe we can pare it down, unless you're backcountry chef, in which case, keep on going, my friend. So what, I mean, what about like once you clean these dishes? Is there getting, you're getting like food chunks on these, this, this, this towel? And then you got to go rinse the towel somewhere in a lake? Or like what, what's, what's going we on? We can talk that? about how to do dishes because you shouldn't have food chunks. I don't on know. Like, you know, what if you, what if you had like, <laughs> you clean them off. They're clean when they're ready to be dried. <laughs> yeah, I, I no, not everybody does them that way though, dude. I'm just telling you. That oatmeal. And apparently not hey, everybody's dishes. <laughs> that oatmeal gets stuck. You know what I mean? That oatmeal can get stuck. Get out that buck knife and chisel it off getting stuck (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness all right next episode how to do dishes in the front and back country (laughs) in all countries yeah in all countries um so packed out there's a potentially controversial one here's one that i'm surprised you didn't think of because this is one that you used to bring that i give you a hard time about yeah this is Mm -hmm. the collapsible blue bowl oh the famous I still the have rubber it. bowl. I still have it. Oh yeah. Okay. I might bring it just because we have never shared the story on our show. Do you want to share? I bought a combo pack at REI. It was a blue collapsible rubber bowl, about the size of your hands if you put them together. Mm-hmm. You could put your oatmeal in there, maybe a little soup, and then it had like a miniature rubber blue cup, round. Um, you can maybe put a little water, a little tea, a little something, something. Right. So yeah, I brought I bought the bowl. Uh, primarily, I didn't really bring the cup a lot, but I brought the bowl and would have oatmeal in that thing every morning, and it was nice. It was hot. I had my little thing. Carl used to, it was easy to clean, and Carl used to give me the hardest time about the bowl because he's like, one time, one time, maybe two. You're like, you fill this up with oatmeal, and you can't even hold it with your bare hands. So then, proceeding on the next trip, I was like, look, Carl, uh, I can hold this with my bare hands and eat it at the same time. Like I don't need something else to aid me in holding my blue bowl. So, but okay. I think over. I love I love your recollection of stories. That it's good. Well, that was your whole beef. Like I couldn't hold it, but I could. But over, yeah. I think over the long run, I realized you know this is because I strayed from the oatmeal and the cereals and all that junk. So I just stopped bringing it. I don't really use yeah. it too much anymore. Okay. You have a different rendition. I so here's 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 how how it went down. Oh oh, in your world, in your world. Well, okay. We have video footage, so that's why I have evidence of this. Okay, go ahead. That's how I remember it so well is because we actually have video of this. There okay. was. This is years ago, but when you, the first year you brought it, you were bragging that you could put boiling water into the blue yes. bowl while yes. you were holding it, and it would not burn your hands. Like you could still hold it. And I said, yes. "Why don't we do a science experiment about this?" And Correct. we filmed it, but then like we, you know, that was the only time we got that got brought this that trip. I was gone the next year because I was living in Australia. So two yeah. years later, because we had that video footage, mm-hmm. I was like, "It's time to do the science experiment." And that's where the oatmeal right. thing came from. And uh, you were correct, my friend. We did pour boiling water, and um, your bragging was correct. Yeah, I held it. Yeah, that puppy. It was it was hot, but it was yeah. holdable. It was hot. And you turned out to be the only person ever to brag about a bowl. So congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> highly, highly unlikely. <laughs> it turns into bragging when your friends are like, "You can't do that," and then you pull it off. Why would like, they, Why would they say can't. that? You were the one that instigated that conversation. <laughs> was I? Yeah. I think you started the mockery when she saw that blue bowl pop. Video out. footage. Video footage. I'll well, there's more than the video footage. It's behind the scenes, Carl. Everybody oh, okay. knows that. That's behind true. the scenes. That's true. Derek, what is so, this rubber bowl? It's got to be like five <laughs> ounces. What is this? Blah, 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 blah. Let's get the camera out now and film, you know? Selective memory is, mm. is how things go. Anyway, um, I'm actually going to love this one, not on yeah. a typical backpacking trip, but when we have kids and we need to have other containers and we need to share food because some of those, you know, freeze dried meals are just too big for the kids, even the single serving ones. So 
I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna love that one. I might actually I should borrow that from now on from you. So the ball. There you go. You going yeah. for it? So you've you've sold me not on typical trips, but you got the emergency blanket. Mm. Okay. Mm. Let's let's assume that you're doing I don't know whether it's a it could be a cold weather trip it could be just an extremely aggressive trip where you're just hitting high miles you know whatever Emer- you know extreme weather would you bring an emergency blanket uh, or an emergency poncho because we have prepared for X that like sells I, those I, I feel like I should but I probably wouldn't if I'm being honest I bring them when we I don't have any other you know sleeping bags if it's gonna be like a long day hike slash run or whatever I'll, I'll adventure like right. that I would bring one on a winter trip for sure and yeah, the emergency yeah. poncho that prepare for exiles, I would use that more as like an emergency thing that I would have if I'm driving on, you know, a long road trip or going somewhere extra remote, but I wouldn't have that in my pack. Right. Again, maybe, maybe, maybe a winter trip, but those are pretty bulky. So I'm going to ditch that one. Yeah. I'm ditching that one too. Ditch it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of goes with the kitchen supplies thing. We kind of brought this up earlier this season, the pot grabber. Uh, <laughs> you love this thing. Yeah. No, you don't. I'm being sarcastic. Um, I know you're ditching this. Right. I can see why people like it. It's, it's why. Why do you see I why can people see, like it? I can who see likes why people these? Like it. If you like spills, do you like who likes spills? They wouldn't sell them in the store if nobody bought them. They wouldn't sell them. In the no, store. they sell them They've because they, because of how they sell the cheapo. A lot of the cheap pots that don't have the handles. That's why. It's, I agree. I, I'm just saying people still buy them because they like they like them for whatever mm. reason. I can see why they would like them. I think they're kind of ridiculous in the sense of, um, you know, we talked about the whole thing where let's say you have it on there and then it like slips off of the handle and then you, now you got a bigger problem. Right. But I think in general, yeah, I don't I don't see a big use. There's there's ways around it. The people that are drinking their wide mouth Nalgene bottles while driving are the same people that yeah. enjoy spills with the pot grabber. <laughs> <laughs> are these the same people that wear cotton socks? Or, uh, <laughs> Um, I, I would just say buy a pot that, that, ha- that has a handle that has that like foldable handle. So solution. That's the easiest problem thing. solved. Yeah. That's the okay. I had a couple of fun, fun ones on here too, that were not ones people typically bring or deal with a ukulele. Okay. Can you play, can you play the ukulele? You know what? I don't think I've really ever spent time with it. I think I might know a chord okay. or two. That's about it. My daughter bought one recently. She's been learning it at school and I actually, it's kind of fun. Like, and it's not, it's very lightweight. So I would, I would love it if I could play it. I do have one. Oh, maybe okay. I'll. Okay, Maybe I'll learn a few trip. chords. Yeah. Yeah. YouTube instructional videos between now yeah. and then. Uh, have we talked about Bojo's Pizza? <laughs> oh, jeez. I think we, yeah, we talked about some one of the other. That program. was in our last yeah. video that we did release, the Maroon Bells video that's linked in the show notes. And that is, um, it's specific to Colorado, so it's not going to hit a lot of people. But if you love to eat a sheer, thick, hearty loaf of bread with just a little bit of pizza toppings on top, then you're going to love Bojo's Pizza. I mean, I think it's in the video. If you check out the YouTube page, the Maroon Bells video, it, this, it was, it was, it was well. That was the specialty one. That wasn't all. I know, know. but it was gross. I mean, let's be. It was yeah. like two inches thick. It was yeah. gnarly. I'm, yeah. People love this kind of pizza, and I don't. I don't get it. So, there yeah. you go. I'm gonna offend all the Colorado people. So, yeah. Okay. Usually. Um. So I think we ran through a list, and we got through quite a few things. Love or ditch? Yeah. I think we decided to ditch most of the things. I'm looking at my list, what am I loving? I don't. I guess I'm loving the bowls. I'm mooching some of that. Uh, stuff though, i think this sure. episode is more on uh what you shouldn't bring so there you go so let's let's have the feedback what do we miss you know what's more important than we think it is maybe we're not using things right, right or enough let us know i've got trivia forever ditchable items trivia 
items that may or may not be available anymore. And I got it right after this. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. All right, dude. Let's hear it. Okay, so this is, these are all true/false. Pretty easy here. Okay. Oh, nice. So these are things that that have existed in the backpacking world that mm-hmm. might may have even been popular at one time. Yeah. But may like people are are definitely not using them as much. Maybe not at all. Do they still exist? So I'm going to save the item. And you tell me true if you think it still is out there, like it's still being made, or mm, false if you okay. think it's obsolete. Okay. Is it still being made? Okay. Yeah. So not not. I'm sure they're out there. People have them, but is it still being made? Right. 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 Okay. Like, could it. you go to a store somewhere, online store somewhere, and buy this item? Okay. Okay. All right. So here we go. Sawyer snake bite kit. <laughs> Um, one of the worst items ever 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 to you know have i'm gonna say false i'm gonna okay. say false i don't think it's still, uh, yeah so this is proven to not work uh it's it's right. dead weight it's supposed to like suck the venom out of the wound if you get bit Which by a snake and i think it was false. proven to actually make the infection worse if you use worse this. and this is proven years and years ago yeah they're still making it stop it are you serious i thought for sure i'm like i should just double check this i'm pretty sure they wouldn't be making this anymore no they're still i totally thought that was i have not seen that thing yeah it was online i remember laughing at it okay it's ridiculous wow we used to be required to bring one for some of the adventure races that we did how do they make that still and they stop the salmon pestel that's what i want to know i I mean mean, two different companies yeah exactly maybe sawyer can make food let me give them a call yeah they can we can say replace your snake bite kit with something better so salmon pesto yeah Okay, so this is something that I had a buddy get as a Christmas gift. He had this really hefty pack that was, you know, 85 liters, and his parents got him a backpack extension pack, (laughs) which which was for his specific model. It clipped onto the front of his pack and provided way more, not way more, but more more space basically. Um, and the ratio of weight for the space was not very good because it had all these clips and buckles and things, but he could, it was basically a backpack, an extension piece to make your backpack more, more, have more capacity. So it was, and I think it actually, 
you could make it into like a mini day pack. Really? I'm not talking about the brain of the pack or something that already comes like with a, the pack. Like I'm a camelback you, backpack day pack kind of thing? Yeah, that, that cl- it was specifically made for that. Okay. Yeah. Are they still making this thing? Oh, yeah. I hope they're not. I hope I'm wrong, but I'm gonna say true. They, I, I was not able to find it. So this is false, my friend. Oh, okay, good. We're okay, pairing good, these, good. pairing down packs. People don't typically bring 85 liters being, unless there's families going on. Or okay. I'm glad I'm wrong. Issues. I'm glad I'm wrong. Uh, last one, over two so far. Backpacking umbrellas. <laughs> this was really popular in the 90s and the early thousands. Oh. There was a guy named oh. uh, was it Ray Jardine who put out this book on the Pacific Crest Trail, and he convinced people to buy all sorts of junk that ended up being trashed or thrown away or donated. That he was like, this right. is the way. Corn pasta meals was like one of his famous things. And he hiked, you know, day after day. It makes sense with an umbrella because the sun's beating down on you. But yeah. they're annoying. So I I have seen one or two. Okay. Um, I don't I don't know how old they were. Right. I'm gonna say true. I think they still make those. True is correct. They still make lightweight yeah. backpacking umbrellas. I think he affixed his to his pack, which means if you're going through the trees or whatever, it can kind of get caught on the trees and just yeah, that that would be yeah really annoying. The ones that I saw were handheld and just they're super light. I think I want to say they're seven or eight ounces. So the weight's not the issue. It's more just do you really want to hold that thing up for an hour or more? No. No. Not really. So just wear, That just might be the controversial hat. one. If you bring mm-hmm. a backpacking umbrella, maybe you suffer from skin cancer like Derek does and you're just trying to prevent more of it, <laughs> but ditch that thing. Just get a lifeguard hat made of straw yeah, and, or wicker or whatever it is and uh, wear that. You, you know what people do that suffer with, with skin cancers? They have the, obviously the big wide brim hats, but then they also have like the nose guards. Have you seen mm, those? Yeah, I have seen those. When are you bringing that? Never. I'm not doing what? That. No. I mean, if I'm lifeguarding every day, all day, then yeah, I might do that. But if let's I'm be honest: back, the older you get, the less you care about how you look. Come on. Uh, well, true. Probably true. So at some true. point you'll be like, "This is gonna help me. I'm just gonna wear it." I mean, clearly you've let go and you don't care. So <laughs> I, I can see your mentality there. <laughs> I mean, you know, folks, he's got you know short, you know, shorts and Crocs, no socks on, and. <laughs> It's it's a thing now. Tank you wear, top, you, you wear Crocs or socks? Some people do. Okay. Have you? Black socks are the worst. I think. Okay. <laughs> Those are the worst. Um. All right. We got. You got oh man. Else? I think you I got. One more? Well, that's it for trivia. If you failed trivia. Okay. You were one for three. That was so, my goal. Nice. Not yeah. Not up with the current trends as usual. As we've already established the season, but that's okay. I was trying to go one for three, and I did. So mission accomplished. Yeah. Tidbits. We already mentioned we got the Maroon Bells video linked in our show notes. Please check that out, and don't be afraid to leave a comment. Check it. Uh, um, we've had a couple comments, but for the most part, people are leaving comments everywhere but on the video. I mean, so, guys, if I can do it, you can do it. Come on. Let's go. Yeah. I got a comment, I think, just yesterday. Mm. So that was that was on the Patreon page. I'm like, thanks for watching. Nice. But didn't leave a comment on the video. Okay. So anyway, uh, the other one we have, this one we're going to take a couple minutes to talk about because because uh, you're very aware of this as well. Is we got an email from Jessica. I think she's from South Carolina in reference to our sabotage, yeah. saboteur episode. And she had her own sabotage story that was unrelated to all of the ways that trips could be sabotaged, right? Right, right, right. Okay, so what's the rundown? What was what happened to her? So they were out camping. I found their spot, and um, you know they went. I think that she said they went exploring for about an hour around the camp spot. You know, caves, right. caves were nearby and whatnot. While they were gone, a group of you know twenty five thirty. They called them Boy Scouts for lack term 
you know, lack of a better word. Don't don't blame the Boy Scouts. On this I'm blaming the Boy Scouts. Uh, showed up, took over the campsite. Were super loud, obnoxious. The adults were absurd, um, and uh, they ended up. I think they said picking up the tent, still connected, and just walking down the trail to a different spot. So right. Um, and some other people had issues with these guys as well too. So right. She wanted input on like, is was that the correct thing? Like, what what would we have done? Blah blah blah. So yeah, I don't know that she wanted input. She's just sharing the story. But we'll give well, it anyway. <laughs> Carl's gonna give it to you anyway. So I have some I have some separate thoughts. But okay, uh, why don't you go first? What, what, what was your reaction? Well, to yeah, and and she had mentioned that there were so many of them. I think she said thirty or something. That when and they had put yeah. their tents. It wasn't that they were just in the general area. Their tents were just surrounding her tent and we're to the point where she couldn't when she got back to her camp spot she, she couldn't identify where her tent was because it was so yeah. camouflaged and they were in the you know they're kids so they're just like kicking her stuff and just not a good situation so right. strangely i think so i have been asked to move twice and i shared this a couple seasons ago yeah one was by one both were from bat like in backcountry campsite zones so both asks were semi-unreasonable and one group was just like, hey, we, th- we just want to be out here alone. But they camped in like a very well-established backcountry site zone. We weren't even near them and we were very quiet. So right. I just politely said too bad. And then <laughs> the, the other time was like, I think a year or two ago where we had kids with us and the kids were loud and we mm. had gotten there after them, but we weren't right next to them like in Jessica's situation. And so we were, I don't know how far away, 50 yards away, yeah. 25 to 50 yards away. I feel like we were far enough away, but we were in a really popular zone. So I feel like... They could have expected that there would be other people camping there. It was on a weekend as well. Right. But we moved. We moved farther away because, yeah, because we thought that would be keeping the peace. So, um, yeah. so, so I've been on the other side of the story. But from her perspective, I think the way that she handled it was exactly the right way. You hmm. got to move. You don't want to mm-hmm. just be grumbly about this and be like, we were here first, so we're going to stay right. and endure right. this horribleness. I think... I don't know the area that she was backpacking in, but I think you just gotta you just gotta make it happen and just you know mm-hmm. if you're gonna get an even slightly worse campsite, it's still better than having to deal with all the ruckus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would agree with that. I think yeah. it really boils down to like what kind of trip do you want to have, and right. if, if that that just seems like a battle you're not gonna win. Once the kids start unloading everything too, like you're 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 just 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 leave. I mean, yeah. honestly, it's like it's not worth that the hassle. Right. Um, but let's talk right. about a more important issue in that video. Uh, okay. I, I noticed in the background there was, I don't know if it was a rain fly or a footprint covering a stack of wood. And if it mm. was a footprint, if it, that was a footprint, I want to say kudos to you for finding a secondary use for a footprint, which Carl hates to mm. no end. So I didn't know. Uh, it looked okay. like some type of uh, tarpy looking foot. I, I don't know. Yeah. But, um, Kudos. Well, so you, you feel like the only way to cover wood would be to have a footprint. There's no other way to keep wood dry. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying they found <laughs> a, a secondary use for something that you You hate. can find uses. You can find reasons to have things for sure. So And and they did. Yeah. Buff and buff you, tarps. Uh you can find you know, reasons, my friend. You can find reasons. Look, Ditch kudos. it. Ditch it. Keep it, Jessica. Cover the wood really good. <laughs> Carl ha- and Carl you don't hates even it. Bring a footprint. You don't bring a footprint. So I don't know why you're suggesting everybody else does. Let's start a new movement, guys. If Carl hates it, you bring it. That's it right there. So log it in. This Check is it. where this is where I get the feedback. But really, you are on the same side as me. <laughs> uh, no, I think and overall, you know overall, great video. Yeah. Um, very well, thorough. I want to say. 
we'll share fair. the video if she's yeah. okay with that's on youtube so i'm sure she's okay with that but yeah uh yeah so thanks for sharing the story and because we like your story and it connected to our podcast and because i have no other reviews to share we <laughs> <laughs> we've got some cliff bars that we're going to send your way if you can send, send us it. your address yeah and Cliff, Cliff actually reached out and was like, here's some fun facts about the Cliff Bars. So share these, you know, with your folks. And so I, I'll share a fun fact each time because they gave us a bunch of free Cliff Bars. Yeah. They say that they should be eaten one to two hours before activity to sustain your energy and fuel performance. Huh. Are you? Okay. I don't know that we do that. <laughs> I, I find if I eat those on a Cliff, I get more uh, benefit. If you eat a Cliff Bar on a Cliff? That seems like a you joke. I thought you'd get that right away, but clearly. <laughs> with with a guiding not, cliff? See what happens when I try to do a you type of joke? It just totally stinks and bombs. <laughs> I got to just just be yourself, guys. Don't try to be like Carl. Just just be yourself, okay? You've been so encouraging this episode. Thank you for all your I'm just, you know, this is called tough love. I'm going to tell you like it is, okay? I even told you that I challenged you on something, and you were correct, and I was wrong, and you're just piling on. Piling on. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. you gotta get it where i can um thank you yeah just yeah just quick thing on the note is i think that maybe that the cliff bars do work that way but typically i'm eating and going i'm not usually waiting i know two hours. i'm with you on that one i so. just i'm not gonna like chomp it an hour before we get to the trailhead like I'm, that said if i wake up and eat breakfast right away then that could be one or two hours before we get started that's that's a good i was just gonna say that that's a good point because yeah. that guys takes so long that's true right right Right. Maybe okay. I'll try that. Okay, yeah. cool. All right. And oh, last thing I wanted to say just about Jessica's story too, that I th- another thought that she inspired was we are the loud, obnoxious group when we're out on the trail. True. And you think that that would send people away from us where people are like, oh my goodness, they're so obnoxious. Right. Right. And it has not in the campsite area, but sp- like specifically actually on that Maroon Bells trip that we referenced on mountain passes. Yeah. Everybody's so excited. They're yelling, they're screaming and people that are just up there trying to enjoy the scenery. They're like, all right, time to go. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. not you and me, by the way, just to clarify. No. But when we get into camp, yeah, we typically, even though we're kind of loud, saying the collectively, we're kind of loud and obnoxious. People end up like wandering into our camp and wanting to hang out. So, Well, like we, uh, on the Thousand Island trip, just the other year, we had that, I think there were a couple, of, you know, engaged yeah. couple or whatever. We told like, them, we're like, we're we loud, <laughs> camp farther away. And they're like, oh, we're fine. I said, heads up, we're <laughs> yeah. extremely loud. Yep. And they were like, let's pitch the tent then. Let's go. Yeah, they were good. Yeah, so. we have, Every year we have people wandering in, people that probably shouldn't be wandering in in some cases. <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember in the, uh, yeah, in 2019 trip, we went to Olympic National Park and we camped next to these three ladies mm-hmm. and we realized, because it, it had the bank, the backcountry campsites and we're like, let's let's actually move. This is not going right. to be good for them. So we moved farther away and then they came. We're like, hey guys, what's going on? They wanted to hang yeah. out still. Yeah, we're like, was- ah. Most of us are married. We probably just want to not hang out with you guys. So <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That was interesting. Anyway. Yeah. So kind of weird how that works. But middle schoolers, different story for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Sure. So that's all I got, my friend. That's all I got. That'll take it. We'll do it, um, guys. Uh, thanks for joining. We'll check out that YouTube video if you get a chance. We will see you next time. And remember, guys, if Carl is gonna love something that you like or hate it, let me let me clarify. If Carl hates something you like then make sure you bring it and bring two of them. So yeah, uh, yeah, Carl came up to me 
multiple years in a row. And, you know, because we talk about the love it, ditch it thing all the time. He's like, Derek, I always have this item with me. I love it. I'm never going to not bring this item. And I was like, well, what is it? Let me see it. Like, maybe I'll bring it too. And he's like, yeah, look, in this little Ziploc bag, I keep all of my earwax throughout the entire year. And I use it as kindling sometimes uh, in the fire when you're not looking. And I'll put it in my... Uh, my soup sometimes. And I said, that's disgusting. I'm ditching that. And I might even ditch you as a friend. Oh my God! Oh. Every once in a while, it's fun to go with like just full-blown redneck on these fish. This is like high-tech cane pole fishing right here. From the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters, enjoy the best fishing Panama City Beach has to offer during Chasing the Sun, Sundays at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more.